Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. New Theme Thursday. You probably can guess the uh, theme of New Theme Thursday. It is actually soulful, original Christmas songs. Original. Original. Yeah. All right. Uh, so he was. My man Patrick went back, way back. He's not even going for the uh, the remakes. He's going for the original jams and uh, hard to prove. One hundred percent. It's one of his favorite Christmas this jams. This is all my time. jam it's right your here, dog. Jam, huh? Yes. Christmas, yeah, this Christmas is a really good song. Yeah, yeah it really is. Uh, yeah. Temptations. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It actually yeah. It sounds really. Yeah. It's, it's a really close yeah. rendition. Of Temptations. Yeah, I mean, this is the original. This is Donny Hathaway. Yeah, this yeah. is honestly. I think this is better than the Temptations. Yeah. Donny Hathaway, the original, nineteen seventy, and then. Yeah. Black I think this is that. better than the Temptations one. Now that I hear it, sorry, Harge. No, it's all good. <laughs> hey, as long as I got this and it's got that that soulful spirit to it, yeah. I'm all in. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, all right, that is the uh, theme of New Theme Thursday. We'll go behind the burnt orange curtain, talk some Texas football here, because there are a couple of Texas football nuggets that we didn't get a chance to hear, uh, didn't get just to talk about, I should say, yesterday. And we, I want to get into an NIL story coming out of uh, mostly out of the Big Ten with Ohio State, that if it's an NIL story that affects a blue blood, then hell, I think for Texas it's worth discussing. Absolutely. <laughs> it's going to end up affecting Texas or it's already or uh, may have. Yeah, already yeah. affected Texas, no yeah. question about it. So I want to get into that coming up. Uh, if we don't, we'll get into it at the top of the 6 o'clock. Um, but let's get into some uh, discussion. And about, at the bottom of the hour, oh yeah, right. in the Hard Knocks life, we, we got the one and only Mr. Universe, John Brown, who will be joining the show to talk about his sons, Amara, Equinemius, and of course, Osiris. Amara. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, he's Mr. Universe, by the way. No, he actually, that's an official title. Yeah, it's an official like one, like one won the, it. Uh, Multiple times. M- multiple times? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And he don't play around. He, keep, uh, he keeps it 100. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm looking forward to that, too, yeah, because yeah. Uh, not. All, I want to ask him about coming up with the names, too. For oh, the yeah. Kids. This is going to be beautiful. I want to ask him about the, coming up with the names for the kiddos, too. He's, he's an amazing dude, um, man. And called this shot. Uh, yes, about, his, about his kids. I remember hearing him on when he was on with you and Chip back in the day. Yeah. Called his shot about how great his kids were going to be. Turns out, got two NFL players. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I would say that he was right with the money there. Uh, all uh, right. 1981 and 1982, Mr. Ooh. Universe. Just so you know. Sounds way. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got I to say, okay, so it, Mr. Universe, is it basically some male. It, it's not a male beauty pageant. It's basically a male beauty okay, pageant. Okay, that's what I... Okay, sorry. I didn't wanna, it's, it's, I'm not going to say that with him on the with all, us. all muscles. All muscles. <laughs> yeah, but it's basically... Okay, there you go. All right. Let's all right. just put it like this. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nobody's protesting the Mr. Universe, though. Well, but there's no there's no evening suit competition, <laughs> no. and they ain't asking you how to solve world but hunger. They, they, do, <laughs> they, they do pose in, like... Oh, they definitely pose. Well, they pose. Like G-strings yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a specifically like draws and thongs. They do pose. No, no, I know, but that's what I think it's more specifically for bodybuilding. And they're not like, this is the most well-rounded human that also looks great in a bathing suit. Oh, yeah. Very the, much miss, so. The, yeah, the yeah, Miss yeah, ones yeah, always yeah. are like, I got no, you. there's such a well-rounded. Yeah. They have a talent portion. There's no talent portion at the other. 
Mr. Universe? No, there's sense. no talent. Makes sense. Yeah, you're right about that. I agree with that. It, it, at least they understand how shallow they're being. Yep. And there's not yeah. a facade yeah. of, oh, no, let's see her person. Oh, I said this yesterday. Nobody wants to know about her personality. When they ask you how hot she is, I don't want to hear about how she has a great sense of humor. <clears throat> and and her great personality when I ask how hot she is. And that's basically what all beauty pageants are. It's uh, how, hot she, how hot is she a question. Yep. It's all the equations about how hot is she. And now y'all bringing in the, the question about world hunger and all this kind of stuff. And nobody wants to hear about that when you're yep. asking how hot somebody is. Nope. Okay. Let's talk about how hot B. John Robinson is. Because he's pretty damn hot. Pause. Uh, <laughs> well, as a football player in his draft stock, I should say. All right? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, mean, I don't mean physically. Physically, go. I don't like the hairstyle, so I wouldn't be into <laughs> Bijan physically. All right? He's great. He's got an amazing smile. Yep. Um, he's going to end up being he's probably really rich. Uh, so that's Definitely part of it, too. That. Uh, I'm that. not into the hair. But you know what I will say about the hairstyle? It is it's unique and, and distinct. So for from a marketing standpoint, it's money. Yep. It's like, it's like Queen Ewers in his mullet. From a marketing standpoint, it's muddy. I like that. Uh, but Todd McShay, in his latest mock draft, he has uh, Bijan Robinson being mocked, strangely enough, to a team that I brought up on the podcast, the Longhorn Blitz podcast, and on this show that, man, they have a luxury pick, and they could be a team that could pick Bijan early. The Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all Cowboys fans, they cringe at the fact that it's a it, it could be a possibility. Remember the Eagles? They got they they got an early first round pick. Yeah, and not fun. It, yeah, not fun. Uh, not fun. And play like this: they don't have a lot of holes on the roster. No. If they had a lot of, if they had a an obvious hole in the roster, you can go well. We know what they're going to look at on the roster. They're going to look at this specific position because this is an obvious liability for them. They don't have a true hole in the roster. If they indeed make a Super Bowl run this year, if I am Howie Roseman, I definitely draft Bijan that early. Right. I'm not going to resign him. No, no, no. This is about winning as many Super Bowls as we can in a four-year span. Right. To make us an unstoppable offense <laughs> with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Bijan. I'm not going to resign him because resigning running backs, that ain't, that ain't smart. That's right. Drafting them high as high as you're, you're going to end up drafting them, probably not smart either. But you can afford. Because you got luxury. Exactly. You can afford the luxury of drafting that guy that high, and that'll make you indefensible. Indefensible. There was there's there's nothing a defense pretty much could do. Which you'd have all you had a plus one in the running game with Jalen Hurts and his accuracy and improving. You'd have two elite receivers in AJ Brown and Devontae Smith that could win one on ones consistently. And you'd have Bijan Robinson, a guy that can break tackles at an elite rate right. out of the backfield. Right. It it'd be scary. And someone says Miles Sanders is on the last year uh, of his deal too. So so. I, that's I why know, that's I, why the timing works out perfectly. I, I've said it before. I, I know it's not wise to draft the running back that high. I don't agree from a personnel standpoint, and usually I would I would advise against it. But the Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena Williams size, Cardi B size, Megan the Stallion size, but is here is that the, the Philadelphia Eagles don't have any holes, any obvious holes right now on their roster. Maybe they can go draft another interior D-lineman or something. Maybe they could. They don't have holes. They can afford a luxury pick, a luxury item for a player that puts them over the top. 
So depending on how their Super Bowl run goes this year, if they actually make a Super Bowl run, because they get the Super Bowl, in my opinion, they can draft Bijan. Yeah, because that means they don't have any holes. Now, if they don't win the Super Bowl, that'd be a different discussion. We but you still how, don't have any holes. You still because, don't have any holes. Yeah, you still don't have any. You holes. Get, and don't you have multiple first round picks? You have Eagles? And they do have multiple first yes. round. So picks. you so can, can still get other. They items can in trade. There. I I think I would do it if I'm there because then you just rolling the dice and saying, and we know the Philadelphia Eagles have done this multiple times. Rolling the dice and saying, how many Super Bowls can we win? Let's just go all in. They're an all in franchise. They need to. This be will be an right all now. in move, and this will drive Jerry. <sighs> To his grave a lot quicker because he's going to lose his mind because of that. Um, you sit here and you look at it and, you know, we just talked about Miles Sanders. Four years, $5.3 million was his deal. He's making $1.7 million guaranteed this year, right? So that is where he is. And you just replace that with another running back that's drafted mm-hmm. that high. But the only difference is the money will be a little bit different because Miles Sanders was drafted in the second round. Bijan being a top five pick, you will have another big time. You, I mean, you, you're, the money will be different, but it's still affordable. Yeah, you're still like you said. We're still dealing with a situation where he's on his rookie deal. You're not having to pay a running back uh, uh, primary money like the Cowboys did when they gave it to Zeke Elliott. Yeah. You don't have to do that. You don't. You're now just reloading by Miles Sanders. Now I got another version of you because Miles Sanders has been playing very well. He is an explosive yeah, yeah, running back. You can back. say with that. You can, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you can but but you're getting another player that is more dynamic than what Miles Sanders was when he came out. They got they drafted him in the second round. Bijan's a first round pick. No, oh, not just Period. first round. They talk, if, he, if they're putting <clears> him at number five, when was the last time somebody was drafted that high as a running back? Saquon Barkley, maybe. Right, and he was number was two, I believe. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the um, here's the 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 kind of write up, if you will, by Todd McShay. Uh, he says, "I know the it's too early for a running back arguments are coming, and I agree ninety nine percent of the time. But why spend heavily on re-signing Sanders or bringing in another back in free agency when Robinson, who is an upgrade, is available here on a rookie deal? Robinson cruised to fifteen eighty uh, yards, eighteen touchdowns on the ground this season while breaking ninety one tackles. Uh, I I agree. I agree with McShay. I think it's a I, it's crazy. I mentioned it multiple times, jokingly though, because like, right, oh, I right. didn't do it at a running back position. If they do that. That is a game-changing move to me for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. Also, they you know they gotta d- see what they want to invest in Jalen Hurts. That's a big topic right, of discussion. Right. Uh, the texture brings up a great point too. What about free agency losses? Something I look at there. They'll lose. They got Nadama Kung Su on a, a, a one-year prove-it deal. They got uh, Linville Joseph on the one-year prove-it deal. I don't know what. Darius Slay and all those guys they brought in. C.J. Gardner Johnson, all the guys they brought in secondary. Haven't looked at their deal, so it's a great point. Uh, you could look that up, but um, yeah, I I think they could be potentially in the situation where they could have a luxury pick, but um, yeah, they could end up with a a more a more of an urgent need as we approach you know the postseason and in the off season. As we sit, something here, could arise. As we sit here today, the Texans have number one. Seattle has number two. The um, Chicago Bears have number three. Detroit at number four. Philadelphia at number five, Arizona six, Indianapolis Colts seven, uh, Raiders number eight, Panthers, and then you go all the way back down, and you're trying to Texans have another pick. Mm. Uh, yep, they in got the, the first 12th, round, twelfth pick, I think, right? Exactly. Yeah, 
And then right you, go, now, anyway. you would have to go all the way back down. 32nd? Yep, to 30 be the second. last one for Philadelphia. So I would just leave them in that situation, and that's why I think what Patrick was trying to say, well, what he was saying is when you got that luxury of a pick at number five, you don't have a lot of holes that you need to fill. And to your point, Rod, you're looking and you say, okay, what did we miss out on in this in this game, that's why we ended up losing because of this position. Now I can go and draft that position. It kind of falls a little bit later to you. Well, yeah, and I mean, you may be able to also, if you're the Eagles, say, all right, well, if we get up to the top five or top four or whatever we're going at, we trade that pick off, get some more seconds in yep, there, yep. and then just Make move down up. to the 15-16 pick and still pick Bijan because he's probably not going to anybody else that early. Right. Yeah. So we can still get him, and then he's got less guaranteed money. We're paying him less. And we got some more second-round picks or third-round picks or whatever else, and we can take them. But it would not surprise me at all if the Eagles are the team who takes them because they can afford to do it in the first round, and most teams cannot afford to do that in the yeah. first round. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I, I mentioned it in jest um, a few weeks ago, but Tommy like, Chase says it. it's a reality. <laughs> I do believe I mean, it, right. it, it, makes, it makes perfect sense. It's the, it's the New Orleans pick for them, too. Um, so it's about how New Orleans ends up finishing. How about this? You got five. If you look at the top five picks currently, and where they are, where they end up sliding, th- three of the top five current picks right now, just in the way they're slotted currently, are via trades. Seattle's yep. going to have yep. the number two pick right now from the Denver Broncos. Yep. Detroit would have the number four pick from the Rams. Mm-hmm. And the Philadelphia Eagles would have the number five pick from the from the Saints. That's so crazy, right? It's so <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. The uh, yeah, the the the, the Texans Cleveland pick right now is at twelve, so that's not bad. So basically, if you look at the top twelve picks currently right now, four of them um, were acquired via trades. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, I think wild. too, if you look at the rest of the NFL of teams that could afford to take a running back in the first round, maybe not Bijan, just a running back, mm-hmm. you could take that kind of pick in the first round and need a running back. Yeah, I mean, really, maybe Buffalo. Right, Buffalo's they definitely need That's it because they really need one. So yeah. even though they have some other holes, they should probably fill too. They could be like, look, we we could not figure this one out. He's pretty much the closest thing to a sure thing you're going to find. If we can trade up and go get him ahead of the Eagles, then that gives us some. But, I mean, like, even Kansas City, I guess you could say, maybe fits into that as a person. Yeah. But they don't really they don't use a, the running back that much. And they don't have multiple first-round So picks. there's, like, a lot of these things where it's like someone would have to trade up most likely to get them ahead of the Eagles. But I don't know how many teams really, even with the 30 pick in the draft, are going to go, well, I'll take a running back here instead of, hey, man, I can get another cornerback uh, in here that I really need. We've already three quarterbacks off the board. Yeah. Or I can get somebody else that I really need, another lineman, something like that. I, I just, It makes sense that they have multiple picks and they have the luxury to do it. And if you, if, you know, the Eagles, they're, they're you know, the Willing and Dylan kind of franchise with Howie Roseman. I wouldn't doubt they really liked the guy in the first round. They trade back up into the first right. round. They, would, yeah. they, they got they a late first rounder. Yeah. Hell, they trade some mid round picks to move back up into the first round um, because, you know, they, they believe in their scouting and evaluation. It's actually worked out really good for them so far. So uh, that's what Todd McShay saying about uh, Bijan Robinson with top five pick. For the Texans fans out there, I believe he had. Uh, Todd McShay had uh, the Texans selecting Bryce Young at number one and Michael Mayer at number 12, I think. That's, that's, hey, boom, boom, two offensive threats. What are you lacking? Offense. 
And you got a good running game right and, now. At, and you got a good running game people, and O-line. Yeah, exactly. You got yep. a good O-line yep. already. Yep. You got two bookend tackles yep. and Titus Howard and Laramie Tunsil. Yep. And some people are, will be upset about that saying, oh, you got to tight end that high. I've always said that I believe wide receiver is the deepest position in football at every level. I think you can find quality wide outs in the second, Absolutely. third, and fourth round. Hell, the Bron- the, no, sorry, sorry the, uh, the Packers and the Steelers have proven that. And summer. they're hoping they get Meiji back next year as well, which they did use a high draft pick exactly. on this year. Yeah. So you're hoping, hey, man, if we can get him to come back and if he can be a level of what he was at, then we're Collins. adding another a guy that we were hoping to be a number one wide receiver for us in the future anyway. Yep. Maybe so Brandon why we Coll- take another one? And yep. maybe Brandon Collins get out of his feelings and still decide he wants to Brandon play Cooks. football. I mean, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Get out of his feelings and decide. Uh, it's not another extension in the nasty trade again. Right. Seriously. <laughs> right. Come on, man. Get it together, <laughs> get Brandon. Get it together, Brandon. Uh, okay, let's um, get into your hard knock life because we've right. got a special guest coming that's up. So right. we're going to make sure there's plenty of time. Oh, for sure. We're going to definitely need all that time for my man, John Brown, Mr. Universe, who has two sons in the NFL. Both of them are being uh, very valuable pieces to the success of their teams. And he's got a lot to talk about because if you've never heard John Brown, <laughs> put your seatbelts on while you're riding around town because he's going to give it to you 100. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, the main event of the evening for your entertainment and pleasure. Mike, you have to be so combative. Now, I probably wouldn't say this in front of white folks. But in front of y'all, I'm gonna speak my mind. He has emotional anger issue problem. Hey, are you Dirty Mike and the boys? I'm Mike Lowry. Michael! Oh, that's funny. Michael! Welcome back to a new theme Thursday edition of Ball Don't Lie, and it just happens to be Christmas theme, and I love that. Uh, it's your boy, Hardball Hard. You can follow me on Twitter, at Hardball Hard. You can follow my man, Rod Babers, at Rod Babers, and you can follow the man behind the glass, tweaking, twisting and tweaking it, at It's Patrick Davis. You can also be a part of the show on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. And joining us right now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline is a man that I had the pleasure of uh, having some conversation with over the years. And let me just tell you, put your seatbelts on because that man always brings that energy. He is known as Mr. Universe in 1981 and 1982 and Mr. World three times. He's from West Sacramento, California, and he's got two kids that are in the NFL right now, Equinemius and Amara St. Brown. He's also got another son that played wide receiver at uh, Stanford, Osiris St. Brown. He is the one and only John Brown. JB, how you doing, my man? John, you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. There yeah, you go. You yeah, we got you now, loud yeah. and clear, my man. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, man. It's been a while. I know. It's I'm been a minute. I'm glad you came on with us because, you know, we've been talking about uh, the NFL. We talk about all of this stuff, and we talk a lot of college football. But you have a very, very unique situation in the fact that you have – Three divi- you had three Division One football sons. You've got two that are starring in the NFL now. And then, of course, Amara St. Brown has now taken the NFL by storm with the uh, Detroit Lions. So tell us about the origin, number one, of the names for the kids <laughs> and how it all went down. Hey, look, I just knew it was divine. I knew that Brown 
My last name is Brown. I knew that I need to put St. Brown or something in front of that to distinguish them between the other players. My wife thought I was crazy, but I knew it was the right thing. So I did it, you know? You got to do no that. no reservations. <laughs> and then, Big Mike, I just started, my sons, when you in my house, when you're five years old, guess what? You start lifting weights with me in the garage. At five years there, old. Right? At five years old, you start. If you're six years old, you're too old. <laughs> John, so so tell us the story, number one, of how you were discovered so everybody can kind of get the background of how you became this bodybuilder that ended up being Mr. Universe twice and Mr. World three times. Okay, so I, I'm from the city of Compton, right? And so there's nothing much out there to do but do sports, and it's not the same as a, as a, a su- suburbs. So I was in the park one day with my shirt off, running around with my buddies, and some guy approached us and asked, what, is, what did I do? Like, for sports, I said, I play football. He goes, you shouldn't play football. I go, really? He goes, yeah, you can win Mr. Universe. I thought the guy was crazy. I was 16 years old. He, he called my dad, and next thing you know, I'm in a contest, and that was the rest was history. Hey, John, when did you – Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, John. Sorry. But this journey that I took with my son, I want the listeners to understand. I believe it's possible for a lot of kids, but you got to start early, and it's a job. It is a second job. Don't forget that. Look, I started my kids lifting weights at five years old, and at five, six, they started taking protein. Right? I even developed my own protein for kids. It's called Cane Protein. Right? And if anybody's listening and want to see what it's all about, just go to C-A-N-E, go to the website, and you can see what I'm selling. If you want to talk to me about working out, you can DM me on Instagram. I'll give you. I'll try to answer like 90% of my DMs. If you have questions about, you know, how to guide your kids, but please listen to me. There's no such thing as lazy kids. It's only lazy parents. So don't be lazy, parents. Hey John, that's a uh, great advice. Uh, let me know the re- really what's what's the moment when you knew that your kids had that ability, next level ability to play uh, at the pro level? Because you've been calling your shot for a while. That's a great question. Um, I don't remember a, de- a really deciding moment. I just knew from the gate, from the when they were born. I knew. I, I knew. Look. I'm not excited or surprised that my sons are doing what they're doing because that's what they were trained to do. Hmm. Now, if you train your kids to be in basketball and they make it to the NBA, well, you shouldn't be surprised. That's what he was trained or her. She was trained to do. Hmm. That's what it's all about right there. It's all about that training. It's about the training, but don't look. I got a friend of mine has two daughters that are, unbelievable athletes. One plays soccer, one plays basketball. Look, no offense to basketball and soccer, but in America, if I have a daughter, she ain't doing no sports. Because those sports, in my opinion, are kind of stupid. You don't get no money for that if you become a champion. Why don't you get into golf or tennis? You're going to tell me in the WNBA, I bet there's at least 30, 40 girls that could be world champions and tennis players. But their parents didn't guide them right. You can't, as a parent, you got to guide the kids right. Sorry. 
Hey, hey, I told y'all, put on your seatbelts because he's going to give it to you 100% raw and uncut. When keeping it real goes wrong. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Mr. Universe, right. John Brown, who has two kids that are playing in the NFL right now. One, Equinemia St. Brown, who is playing for the Chicago Bears, and one, Amara St. Brown, who is playing for the Detroit Lions. And he's got another son, Osiris, who played at Stanford and was a Division One athlete as well at wide receiver at Stanford. John, you know, I've known you for a long time, and we've had conversations on and off the air. And one of the things that I appreciate about you is you don't hold any punches. So originally when when Equinemius got drafted by the Green Bay Packers, originally I knew you were kind of uh, reserved because you were not a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and, and you didn't. No, 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 I like Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I just want somebody that's going to, you know, distribute the ball to give my son an opportunity. Mm. Aaron Rodgers, for me, is probably the best quarterback in the league. I love him. But it just wasn't a good fit for my son for whatever reason, and we had to get him out of there, you know? Yeah, no doubt about it. And then, obviously, Amara has now gone to the Detroit Lions, and I mean, obviously, you know, it wasn't the best situation, but now he is having his best year, and we got a chance to watch you yeah. on. Uh, we got a chance to watch you on Hard Knocks as well, and you've yeah. you've done all kinds of other shows also because of the history. You've been on sixty minutes. What is it like playing with or getting around Dan Campbell in that Detroit Lions team? Hey, Dan Campbell's charged up, man. What you see <laughs> is really how he is, and I love that. You know. Hey, we just look. Me and my sons. I tell my sons, look, all you want is an opportunity. If you get an opportunity, try to take advantage of it, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, you just gotta. It comes down to hard work and parenting. I don't understand. If you play basketball, how is it that you play in the NBA and you're not taking a thousand shots or five hundred shots every day in practice? That doesn't make sense to me. How are you gonna be a football player, a receiver, and not catch? 200 to 300 balls on the drug machine every day. That's weird to me. You got to put the work in. You got to get parents, get your kids, and get them to put the work in. Don't sit on the couch going, well, he doesn't want to do it. He just want to play video games. And if he doesn't show no interest, I'm not going to force him. He got to show me he wants to do it. Don't say that. That's some old Negro stuff. That's some stupid stuff right there. You get off your butt and you make your kids. You make your kids go to school every morning, right? No one said if the kid no nobody wants to go to school. Yep. But my child said, I don't want to go to school, Papa. You're not gonna allow that. So yep. make them do what you what you think is good for them. Can I, let me ask you this, John, because now you got me really curious because I ain't got no kids yet, but when I do, I'm going to hit you up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give me, because you, you, like this personal, kind of the personal training aspect of it, uh, for you from a father's perspective, were you personally involved in that or did you take the guys somewhere where somebody else could do it? Because you yourself, of course, that is your field. You're an expert right. in personal training. Did you do all right. that or did the other guy, they go uh, elsewhere for that? I did all all the, way, all the weightlifting I did. Okay. But in terms of receivers, I went to guys, different uh, receiver coaches or different speed coaches and paid these guys to, to mm. train them to help them. Yeah. But what I did was this. You see, I can't pay them every day to train my sons. They don't have time every day. I videotaped the workouts and mm. then 15 minutes every day, 15 minutes, I would go to the park or on the side of my house 
or in the or, or, or and just do the same drills yep. for 15 minutes a day. You'll be surprised how that compounds every day and gets better and better. And you said you don't have any kids? Not yet. No, he does not. Not yet. I'm working on it. I'm telling you. How tall are you? Uh, oh, man. How about this? I, I, I played in the league, John, and when I, I was listed at 5'11 at Texas, but when I went to the combine, I was 5'8 and 3 quarters. So I shrunk a little bit. Okay. So, so you got to make sure you, 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 you get with a tall woman. <laughs> <laughs> it might be too late for that, John. What if it's too late? What do I do, John, if it's too late for that? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, two husbands don't make a giraffe. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's too late for that, John. I'm, I'm done here. I'm already a, done. He's a married man, man John. I got to focus on footwork and speed, John. <laughs> well, you should, look, I can tell you this. Whatever you do, make sure he's playing football, baseball, or basketball in the United States of America, or golf or tennis. That's your own option for, for boys. For girls, you only got two options, tennis and golf. That's it. Don't hmm. do them other crazy sports. Wow. Don't waste your time, but... See your kids early, and if anybody listening to my voice, and man, I, want, I got some questions from Mr. Brown. Hit me up at my um, at my company, Kane Protein. Just yep. go to Kane Protein or D, DM me on Kane Protein, C A N E, right? Not K C. Mm, and yep. I will get back to you. You know, but these things you got to understand. You got to think about this before you do all that wild stuff. <laughs> there he is, my man, John mm-hmm. Brown. I, I listen, John. I'm going to hit you back up. We're going to have you on again because I'm telling you right now, with all all the stuff that's going on, and Rod and I have multiple conversations every single day on and off the air about the future and how things are going. And we obviously talk about your sons all the time here on the show because we tried to get my man Patrick, who decided he wasn't going to be a Texans fan anymore. We tried to get him to ride with the Detroit Lions. Hey, John, I played for the Lions, man, so I'm Detroit all the way, baby. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, I had Amon Ra and Equanimity on my fantasy team, though. So, so you're doing good, man. Hey, 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 I got you. Okay, I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, man, hey, hit me many times. Just remember, I'm coming with the black coffee. So Exactly. You can't drink. Look, not, every, not everybody can drink black coffee straight. Some people need a little sugar and a little cream. I don't have sugar. I ain't got no cream. So I'm giving it to you straight black. You can't drink it. Don't, don't come this way. Don't come this way. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, my man, Mr. Universe, John Brown. John, thank you as always, and I'll be hitting you up, my friend. All right, you got it. All right, there he is. Thanks, John. That dude keeps it 100 all the time. Wow. And I'm telling you, you Rod, you used to listen to him when he was on with me and my boy C. Breezy, mm-hmm. and he came in town when Texas and uh, USC played against uh, here at DKR. And that's when Amara had like 95 catches, but he got blew up by uh, B.J. Foster. I remember that. On that crossing route. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was one of the best days in, in Texas football because it was so live. There were so many people here, and all the, the, the big-name guys were in town. So it was good for Texas to get that dub. And don't forget, the quarterback – was JT Daniels that day. Man, who's also in the transfer who's portal Who's in the now. transfer portal again. And they all put their fourth school then? And he right? played. West Virginia, Georgia, and USC. Wow. Now he's going to his fourth school. And here's the other thing. Brew McCoy was on the team at Modern Day with JT Daniels and Amara St. Brown. 
and now Amara St. Brown is in the league. In the league, playing. and all these dudes are still in college. I don't know playing. what Brooke McCoy is now. He's at Tennessee. Is he still there? He's still at Tennessee. He played. He played well this year. He played well oh, this year. Oh, did he really? Good yeah, he him. had a good year. Yeah, he went through a lot. He did a lot. He had like some it's medical issues, and then he had like a legal issue that yep. he went through. Yep. Man, he had a lot going on there, too. Yep. Um, okay, uh, we'll come back. We'll get into uh, off the record on this. Hell, that could have been off the record, actually. <laughs> it <could've been. laughs> I could have just rolled right into off the record there. Uh, all right, we'll come right back. Uh, we'll get into uh, that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104 on the Horn. Mega doo doo. I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Delhi Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a brain man comb. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in the sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. Hi, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horde. Uh, you guys are great. Specs text line 512-337-3776. Number to the Specs text line. Time for Off the Record. Uh, like I said, last segment could have been Off the Record, too. So we want to thank John for coming on, man. That was fun. Or Off the Rails. Uh, off, the ra- <laughs> off the Rails. Off the Record. <laughs> off, yeah, yeah. Just, just off the off. hinges. Oh, yeah. yeah, just off, man. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was fun. All right, so. Here's our off the record here, and um, this actually is a a uh, an adult website, Pornhub. You guys may be familiar with it. I'm not, uh, but it is one of the most popular adult websites out there. Okay, and they reveal their top trends. My wife is probably driving home. They reveal their top <laughs> trends uh, of 2022, showing uh, users and uh, their different uh, the trends and patterns, different things, uh, their favorite uh, categories, all this type of stuff. We won't go deep down this rabbit hole because it's really, really deep. We won't do that. Um, but they did get into a couple things. Like time spent per visit and what states had the highest time spent per visit. What state do you think had the highest time spent per visit on the most popular adult website in America? I'm going to either say Florida. Okay. Texas. Neither. What? I'm going to go with uh, Alaska. Mm, Alaska didn't make it on here no, either. It's too cold. You got to put your pants back on. <laughs> it didn't make it among. They basically list like their top ten. Okay. Uh, longest and shortest. Like states that have the longest and shortest uh, amount of time spent on. So uh, longest, no. Alaska is not making. Who, who else did you say, Patrick? I don't know. I was going. I, I mean, maybe. Uh, you got to go to. Yeah, oh. South Dakota. No, y'all are missing true degenerate states here. Okay, so Alabama. But that's the thing is, I think oh, degenerate states again. Alabama spends the longest. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. you're like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah they got a college too. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama spends 11 minutes and 22 seconds on average visit on the adult man. Website. That is a depressing. A hey man, that's a depressing number for women, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's the most. Don't 11 we, minutes. Don't we agree? That's a long time. That that is a long time. I'm what are you saying, doing? Watching the plot. Like there, hey, that's, that's a long time. Gotta gotta on one website too. What are you, you scrolling? Like, Jeff was at Bama. They read slow. <laughs> <laughs> what are you reading? There's nothing to read. 
<laughs> I mean, I, not that I would know. But what are you reading? That's what you read there. You're reading categories. That's about it. Once you find the category, you're good. You yeah, wrote, whatever you're feeling that true. day, you find that category. That's 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 the way I operate anyway. That's I very would. True. I, I, that's how I would operate. That's how I, I heard was, people operated. Yes, if I was doing this. Okay, second uh, uh, most time spent uh, on the adult website uh, in terms of uh, the states who spent the most time there, Louisiana. Not, not surprising. Come on. Yeah, not well. They, Louisiana people are trying to figure out what they're saying <laughs> yeah. because they they sit there No, no, trust me. That 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 they came to stuff is real. My my wife goes to Louisiana with me to visit my family. Yeah. She tells me she says at halftime, I don't know what they're saying, and I was like, you're good. I don't either. You just agree and not just laugh. Shake your head when yeah. you hear somebody laughing, laugh, laugh with go, them. Ah, oh, that you yeah. wow. Yeah, you, 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 you keep it moving. You keep it moving. Okay, so there's South Carolina. Then Missouri, we're talking about the states that spent the longest time, um, average uh, duration on this adult website, Point Hub. Missouri, Arkansas, then Mississippi. We're talking about the Deep South. Mm-hmm. Spends a lot of time, mm-hmm. long periods of time on this website. North Carolina, then Georgia, then Kentucky. Basically, the SEC. The SEC is basically keeping Point Hub going. All right, Alabama, Louisiana, South Carolina, Missouri, Arkansas, Mississippi, <laughs> Georgia, well, the, the Kentucky. Deep the so deep, deep south. The deep south. Yep. Come on, man. Uh, all right, so shortest time spent. Do you guys want to take a guess? States have the shortest time spent on the adult website there? Mm-mm. Uh, Ohio. There you go. Ohio, okay. then Washington. Then Washington State? Yes. Okay. Uh, then South Dakota. Uh, Delaware, Oregon, then Minnesota, Virginia, D.C., Colorado, then Utah. There you go. Wow. There you go. So people are spending, states that are spending the most time on the uh, adult website. Yeah. Man. Based on those trends. You can go check out more of those trends for yourself, but I don't want to get deep into those trends. Uh, I just want to go like state to state to find out what states were spending the most time there. I was happy to find Texas wasn't. I was glad to hear enough. that, too. Yeah, that, I was exactly. I was thought Right, because it's the largest state. Uh, no, no. Texans are uh, pretty moderate when it comes to their uh, activity. Their extracurriculars. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll get into uh, a uh, cowboy story for you. It was me, Michael Parsons talking trash. We'll get into that. Uh, we also have uh, the Jacksonville preview. We'll get into Cowboys, Jacksonville a little bit. Texans have a game versus the Chiefs. Uh, we'll talk about the Chiefs and really how understated the Chiefs have been. You can be kind of low-key this season. Not a lot of people are talking about the Chiefs, but they're business as usual. Um, so we'll roll. get into it. That's exactly how they roll. We'll talk about that and more right here. Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.